previously on Androids and Aliens. Time. Time for the jangly man to rise. As dire memories came crashing down. We are all drifting through space. Justice alone, but justice together. Never forget that fact. The chain of command reasserted itself. We're gonna need all the help we can get. Perhaps you wouldn't mind sitting at the engineer station. Okay. Just follow your instincts. Listen for orders. I'll just do what you tell me to do. The stars aligned themselves. And with that, I assume you just want to get the F out and head to these coordinates for the Gate of the Twelve Suns. <laughs> Deep Amazing. in the drift. And the crew trespassed yet again into the unknown. About a moment after you go through this cloud of dust, you notice a little blip on your screen that appears that your computers are being hacked into. <gasps> the adventure continues. In interlopers, you will cease your transgressions and r- 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 return to your place of origin or be d- 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 destroyed. Now. I gotta record. Androids and aliens? Nah, it sucks. <laughs> like, out of all our shows? The worst one. Probably. Yeah. It used to be good when we were in the office, but then we, uh, we moved it to online, um, and we all just talk over each other, and uh, it's kind of a mess. It's a real... Troy? Real disaster. Troy. Uh, Troy. Uh, Wave them off. Troy? Wave them off. I'm committed to it for the time Troy. being, so I figure we'll. His headphones aren't on. Power through, Troy. Um, Troy. No, I don't like them, and I don't think they care for me all that much. <laughs> There's one guy, David, I like. He seems like a cool dude. <laughs> all right, uh, but for the most part, just real garbage. Real garbage group. Yeah, yeah. We start around. Uh, Welcome, everybody, to Androids and Aliens Live. We're going to have some fun tonight with my favorite players. What's going on, guys? Hey, buddy. Hey. Hey, ready to have some fun? Oh, man. Mm -hmm. Always. I love this show. I love this show. (laughs) Oh, good. I'm so glad. We have so much fun tonight. I have literally been jumping out of my chair all day. I'm so excited to record this. I mean, I might just talk about how excited I am. Rather than play for an hour and a half. <laughs> we'll just see. We'll see what happens. I'm not really making any promises. <laughs> Check my tweets. <laughs> what is going on? I'm in a weird mood, and it's going to come through in tonight's app. But seriously, how is everybody? And by everybody, I mean Grant Berger. Grant, how are you, bud? Doing all right. Uh, you know, I got a new effect on my lights tonight. They're cycling through all the colors in the rainbow, giving Ooh. all of them equal time behind me. Spicy. Uh, they deserve it, but it'll be yeah. slow. So just keep an eye on this square, uh, one of eight, and uh, let me know how it works. Let me know your favorite okay. color. Tweet at. You know what? I uh, pretty much don't look at any of you the entire night, um, but I'll, I'll try to take a look after we go off the air. What do you uh, look at? I don't know. I kind of, sometimes I'm checking scores. <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, 
I know, but I only do that when you guys are role playing with each other. Um, <laughs> Sydney, how the hell are you? I'm so good, man. I miss being in the studio, but I'm having a nice glass of wine tonight. I'm um, just imagining I'm with all of you cheersing and, and enjoying a drink together. AKA Cheers. I'm get, uh, really drunk for this Clink. episode. So. Oh, you know, that's always good. That's always good, especially this late in the game to just not have your wits about you. Because mm-hmm. I love <laughs> you guys so much. I love playing so much. We're just going to get absolutely wasted. Yeah, that's why David's <laughs> yeah. here, just to pick up a drunken slack. <laughs> I'm, I'm drinking too, though. <laughs> <laughs> David Winters, everybody. The lawyer is in the house. Yeah. How are you, buddy? I'm doing. I'm doing well. Excited. Yeah. Excited. I Fired up. Last week, ready to go. Yeah, you and I've been. We got a lot of this. I'm not used to this having like a, a little buddy I can talk to backstage. We got. Uh, you know all this all this stuff coming up in this book. I think it's an exciting book. Are you fired up about book five? I'm, I'm fired up for five, and I yeah. read through to six. I'm, yeah, I'm good to go. Oh, you're ahead of me. I haven't even touched six. Yeah, um, <laughs> don't worry, they can't skip ahead. <laughs> we used to know that something was up when Troy would like step away from the set and be like, "David, let's talk in a corner." <laughs> the only time I think it's happened so far since we've gone remote is like they've gone to Discord away from our other program and talked, mm-hmm. and I've just wanted to be an expert in lip reading ever since, so I can yeah. figure out what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's uh, it's very very helpful, especially with this game that we only play uh, once a week, and whereas we play so much more Pathfinder, it's super helpful to have a uh, a Maven like David on board. How do you guys um, communicate during a live show from from home? Do you do you te- do you use AOL Instant Messenger? Uh, no. We what usually happens is David David will uh, will uh, message me on Roll Twenty. I won't see it. He'll message me on Discord. <laughs> I won't see it. I told him to text me. He texts me, and I don't see it. Um, and then yeah. at the end of the sesh, I'm like, "Hey, I just got your text and your message and your Discord." And then I'm like, "You know, what? I'm going to keep an eye on this next sesh, and I'll forget again." <laughs> the new thing is. Troy promoted me to GM on Roll Twenty, so now I can write stuff in the GM layer. Yeah, so he like can't miss it. <laughs> oh, it's that's like amazing. size sixty font, where it's like stop, stop, stop. <laughs> I know, Troy, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's that's going to be super helpful, uh, unless uh, David, like me, will start writing on the uh, yes. map yeah, layer the instead layer. of the GM yeah. layer. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you that think anybody else keeps notes like you do on the GM layer? Because once oh, we, we, we oh, occasionally yeah. see your notes, and they are all over the. Place. <laughs> How do you see my notes? You should tell me if you see my notes. Never. It's I never so I can hide thing. them. Uh, we then, right. yeah. So then we then Discord message each other. Like, did you see the note? You see? It? Well, we know what to do next. You know, the shitty thing is, it's like it's sometimes you're just seeing it. And it's still on the GM layer. It's just that this program, which is so fucking amazing, uh, just reveals it to the players sometimes. So that's fun. I'm glad you guys can see that from time to time. Sponsorship yeah. inbound. Great. It just, does, it just does it on its own. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I don't know if I can pull the number up quickly. I don't want to. I don't want to make it lag. But I think I've logged over two hundred hours in uh, in Roll Twenty mm-hmm. GMing. I've yeah. never had it happen once. How do so, you know? How do you know? Maybe the players never told you. I'm like, you aren't telling me. You assholes. Oh, and by the way, to answer Matthew's <laughs> earlier question, I do do that. I load notes in every room. On the map, yeah. Uh, just you know what the DCs are, if something's locked or not, if there's a Dude's key there. Dude's got DR regeneration. Right, yeah, like things I, just, I usually forget. I put it right on the map, and then I don't even have to like have my book there. A lot of the times, like it just during a dungeon crawl, I can just go with what's on the map. 
I want to officially say this, Matthew and everyone. If you see notes on there and you don't say anything, you are actively cheating and uh, you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> Just and never play, never play again. Hold on. You know, I've been Hold looking on. to thin out this group, so if I catch another cheater, you're gone. No, no, no. No, no, no. Because the you one promise? time I... S- the one time i freaking saw something and i said something everyone got so mad at me and troy you made fun of me for like four episodes we weren't mad at you good we weren't mad at you i wasn't mad at you i was mad that this program uh made that happen and uh you just i i'm sorry that it seemed like it was taken out on you yeah anyways sydney brings up a good point like here we go if we do tell you that's like a 45 minute slash four-year meltdown (laughs) is it worth it like sometimes i I care about your mental health troy i don't necessarily want to bring you that pain i'm not a hot-tempered person i just uh, there's no middle ground for me my reactions are either here or here um doesn't that mean you're a hot-tempered person no, because I'm not. <laughs> Isn't that the definition of a hot-tempered person? No, because I think hot-tempered is like a very even keel. Just the keel swings wildly from one angle to the other. <laughs> I, when I think of hot-tempered, I think of you, Joe. I think of like no, I am angry I am all the time, quick to yeah. anger. Uh, I'm just quick to giant reactions, <laughs> angry uh, all the time. Which yeah, <laughs> I like that. or like this is the greatest thing ever, and it's really a week later. I'm like, it's not that um, great. I believe the DSM has that listed as bipolar. I think that's what you're describing really directly there. It's it's quite borderline possible. personality disorder. It could be that as well. I also it's, have uh, narcissism here. Yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a real I mean, baker's dozen of things it could be. But uh just, just throw the book in Troy's direction. I'm sure there'll be something professional. I'll uh yeah, no, this there's no time for that. I gotta I gotta study gotta study Starfinder. Uh Matthew, I'm gonna use this as your time, so good to see that you're doing well. Ellie, how are you? <laughs> Allie, how are you in your blue sweatshirt? <laughs> you match your I, walls. I was, I, I, uh, I was hoping that the intimidation game you're playing right now is working because I was hoping you wouldn't you would forget that I'm here. Uh, so I don't. <laughs> you should just move to the corner of your frame oh. just slowly. Yeah. You may be a like, mile gonna... away from your camera, unlike the rest of us, but I still see you. I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna. I wanted to hide behind the mic, but it didn't work. Apparently, um, <laughs> I saw you. But How yeah, are you? Uh, what was the question? How are you? Oh, uh, well, I don't know. Are you gonna get? It? <laughs> Depends on your reaction. Good. I'm good. Are you really? That no, doesn't look like I'm, the face of someone good. Were you I'm, good before I, I started talking? <laughs> I was. I, I that happens. Been, I, I find that happens a lot. People in my life. I, uh, no, I'm 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 doing okay. Um, yeah, I'm doing okay. I'm excited to play Androids and Aliens. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I see you, you got the script I sent you. Good. Um, <laughs> I see they are treating like me well. <laughs> are you reading from a teleprompter? <laughs> They're treating me well at Androids and Aliens. Uh, yeah, no, I'm fine. How How are you, Troy? I'm great. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm very tired, you know, and it's not your fault. Um, it's mostly Matthews, um, but no, I'm uh, I'm just tired. I'm tired because I have a lot of I have a lot of game in my head right now. We're we're, we're recording a lot uh, to try and uh, you know destroy every other company out there, and so in doing so, my brain is just constantly. And so I'll wake up from a sound sleep and start running Pathfinder numbers in my head. I'll like try to shake it out, and then I start running Starfinder, and then I, other games, and so. Uh, I could uh, I could use a break, but it's not in the cards. You want to be a success in this world? 
going to have to suffer. That's it. You have to destroy yourself. I want to challenge the only myth. path to success. <laughs> I want to challenge that myth and again recommend uh, behavioral therapy. Because uh, <laughs> I think there's more than one way to be successful. Now, hey, listen, if you're happy with mild success, sure. If you want just a, a pocket full of success, great. But if you want it all, <laughs> then you're going to have to hurt a little bit. I think that's exactly is, the thing that would get challenged. But go on, but go no, on with no, your no, megalomania. No. Yes. How is, how is your burnout gonna gonna destroy any other company? Is what I'm wondering. No, it's not. It'll destroy this one. It'll destroy this one. If I do destroy this one, if I do it the right way, well, I can at least destroy this one and then start over. Start with this one and move on from there. Take a break. I learned so much. What I would do differently with the next one? I think we need to do one of those retreats where we all like go and do archery or something together. I have a perfect itinerary for that. I have a perfect itinerary. Can we like shoot the shit out of each other? I have. Okay, do you guys want to hear my perfect? Itinerary yeah. specifically yeah, made for this group of people, oh, my by the way. Goodness. So it's not just Ellie's dream. Um, it's Ellie with friends dream. Uh, so we would start off with a buffet, a pizza buffet. Um, for <laughs> like, hey, you got me already. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. I don't even pizza care what buffet. the next step is. Who's yeah. that targeted at? <laughs> I know for me and for everyone. That's what I'm saying. It's a good she thing. Brian would be a lock with that one. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? What could possibly top the pizza? Pie? Well, but then and then then we will have like okay, cool. And now we'll play paintball, like Sydney said. So we okay. would do paintball. Paintball's and then, awesome. And Whoa. then when we're like so like. You know, we've been puking from getting shot in the stomach by eating all that pizza. <laughs> we, we should we spread them like, out a little bit more, I think. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I, I will work on this. But then we would go to these Roman baths in Manhattan and, like, have a spa session for an hour. And I've been to one of those. I got it for, uh, for my 30-year-old uh, birthday present. Uh, it's super expensive, but it's worth it. And we would, like, get, like, fixed up. And then we would go to a casino. And have dinner <laughs> and play crabs, crabs, crabs all night yeah. long. Crabs, crabs all night. <laughs> and you and poker. Crabs. Yes. Yeah. Crabs. And then they hand out the, the tiny the bottle crabs. of shampoo with a little comb. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I'm, fuck. I meant, I meant crabs. I'm sorry. Yes. I meant crabs. <laughs> Yes. Oh God! Yeah, I'm yeah. Let me know how that one. goes. Let me know how that trip goes. Take some photos. Uh, sounds like a great time. Uh, unfortunately, that itinerary has cut both Skid and Joe's time for to see how they're doing. So, if they're in need of help, we'll never know. Um, when last we left our intrepid heroes, they were aboard the Sarissa, renamed the Mac, nay, the Sunrise Maiden. <laughs> flying through the drift at speeds unknown to speed. Um, I said it was going to take you 13 days to get to the uh, coordinates where the gate of the 12 suns was located, but you guys had a boosted drift engine. So just for people at home who immediately went, no, oh, wait a minute, if they have a drift engine, that would, uh, if you could cut that in half minus a D4. And, uh, David, um, that was not an impression of you, um, but uh, the people... <laughs> Thanks. The people, I'm sorry, that was not an impression of you. He was literally just reading the email from David. No. David. Voice. I do have it open, but I'm going to close it. It was not a David voice. It was... Uh, I'm sure there were people who were like, yeah, it would take them less time than 13 days. Right, because of their drift engine, yeah? Yep. 
And uh, because your drift engine has a drift rating of three, whatever he rolls, you divide by three. And you do that many days. So you get there even faster. All right. So uh, 13 divided by three, four days, we'll say. It gets you. That's, that's great. That's oh. great. Um, how does that oh. affect you uh, mechanically? Don't worry about it. You get there sooner, which is really good. You know that you're uh, already uh, playing catch up with the Cult of the Devourer, so cutting off nine days. Uh, did I do that math right? Yeah. Yeah, for a round down. Uh, it's pretty great. How it affects what actually happens, it does not. Because as you are about to exit the drift to get to these coordinates, you the you feel the ship start bu- being buffeted by these particles. And it's like, well, that's weird. But you've seen a bunch of weird shit in the drift over the past four days. It's not that strange. But all of a sudden, those particles start coalescing in front of you on the bridge. Oh, God. Into the form... Of a creature. Let's go to the map. Ah, oh, cool. As I'm talking, this thing is still forming. I'll tell. You, I'll show you the picture again here. Oh, right. Yes. That would be that would be it in its finished form. It's still not there. It's still like all these little pieces, like reversed end of uh, first part of Infinity War. Like they're all coming together. And if you haven't seen that by now, it's on you. Uh, and he is, uh, or they, you don't know what the hell this thing is, uh, as it's forming, it looks directly at Kreska and in a crazy voice that's like part machine, part uh, man, uh, says to you, uh, I'll, do, I'll do a new rendition of it this week. Uh, it says like, if in interlopers you will cease your transgressions and re- 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 return to your place of origin or be de- 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 destroyed. Roll for initiative. <laughs> oh, what? Oh man, let's let's negotiate first, dude. Roll, Vicar, roll, Vicar, roll, Vicar, roll, roll for initiative. Ooh, it's a hot time. It's Friday night. Let's have some fun. Callum, what do you got? Ooh, I didn't even roll yet. I was, well, I was come choosing on. Spar- sparkly die or blue space die. Sparkly die or blue space. Ooh. Blue space. Blue space. Okay. We're in space. Space oh, casino. Woo. Crabs. Crabs. <laughs> Nine. Nine. Killer. Linnea Donovan. 21, sir. 21 for Linnea. Koala. Fifteen. Fifteen. Dax. Twenty-four. Ooh. Oh, Dax. Huh? Dax. Right, nice. mm-hmm. Dr. Uh Twenty-one for Dr. Fritz. Ooh, Linnea, what's your bone? Uh, el- uh eleven. And uh, Fritz? What's uh, your initial bone? Thirteen. All right, so I'm just going to call it a... 22. Uh, you said 13, right? Okay. And uh, Skidamarinky, Crapton K. 18. Oh. 18 for Captain K. All right. Give me a second here to get my bearings. 18 for Captain K. Okay. Woo. This is going to be fun. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, great. All right. This thing is forming on the bridge in front of you. Uh, 
And it is Dax's turn. You see what it looks like. Obviously, I don't have the legs in this picture, uh, but it has legs. It's towering over all of you. The tallest of you in the room uh, is dwarfed by this strange creature just appearing. What do you do? Uh, Dax is going to say... He turns, sees this creature, hears this message, and just says, Captain... (laughs) <laughs> and, del- and delays. <laughs> captain? Uh, all right. Looks to the captain and uh, delays. Uh, you know, you're just talking. That's a free action. So, uh, Crazy, you could respond. You don't have to wait to respond on your turn if it would affect Dax's move. Um, hold for now. Doctor, do you know what this is? If uh, Dax chooses to delay after Kreska says that, then it is Dr. Friss's turn to try and identify what we're dealing with here. I will delay. Uh, Friss raises his microlab strapped to his wrist and focuses <laughs> on it with his eyepiece and tries to identify it using uh, this is science. going to be This is going to be a mysticism check. Oh, mysticism. Okay, yeah. so that would be not that good. That's a 25. 25. Even the great doctor with his funky-ass equipment does not know what he's dealing oh, with here. No. How could he? You are so far away from... This is the farthest any of you have probably traveled. Uh, and, uh, yeah, this is going to take some uh, high mysticism to try and figure out what you are dealing with. But first, you still have a standard or a move if you want to try and uh, do something else. Actually, can I do a profession archaeologist check on this, see if I get any clues about its culture or what, it, what it kind of thing it might be. Yeah, go go try try it. Uh, that is a 30. 30. <sighs> you, you feel confident that uh, these uh, the, the, these these creatures have never appeared uh, in like their, their bodies appeared in some archaeolo- archaeological dig uh, back in the pl- packed worlds. This is beyond known comprehension. Okay. Yeah, Chris says, I don't know what this thing is, Captain. It's not a creature of the physical plane. And he kind of loosens his pistol in its holster. He's kind of, he's not drawing it, but he's ready to draw it. Okay. Uh, it is its turn. Oh no! As it's starting to form, it is adjacent to how many people here? Uh, Callum and Linnea. Sounds like your classic D4 situation. One, well, two well, what is-, is Linnea. Three, four is Callum. Five six is Hell Unleashed. Linnea with a two. I knew it. I knew it. it was- you got a great AC, uh, yeah. David. Remind fair. me because I play a million games. You're not flat-footed before you act in combat in uh, Starfinder. No. no, not unless it was. You, they were specifically surprised, but in this case, no. no. Okay, seen them coming. Straight up, this thing is going to attack you three times because. Ooh. Oh my God. It can do that. So it didn't even wait a- for an answer. As it's appearing, destroy you. You see a blade also forming in its hand out of a million little pieces, and just it comes directly at you, Linnea. Three attacks. 
I'm going to use a brand new die here that I've never used that I'm pretty excited about. It's a prototype die um, that uh, we never we never sold. Still working on the design, <gasps> but uh, I was rolling it pre-show and it was just. 20, 3, 4, 20, 5, 8, 20. Let's see if it's, it's got a, a couple prototype, 20s. But it's imbalanced. That's why yeah. we didn't sell it. <laughs> That's <laughs> what they do is they, they r- rack it up and balance towards the 20s. So you're like, we got to buy millions of these. These things are just real 20s. <laughs> this is against uh, the Geneva con- Convention, by the way. <laughs> is it really? Uh, all right. Let me just make sure I'm getting my numbers right here. Uh, yeah, I think. Oh, 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 here we go. All right. First attack. Again. We all know Linnea has an amazing uh, AC. Uh, this is that blade, David. Can you just let me know if it's EAC or KAC uh, as I uh, start it's to roll? be cack. Ooh, rocks <laughs> out of the gate with a 33. Oh. Yeah, that's a, that's a hit. All right. Let me just gather up a couple D8s. Oh! <laughs> just a couple D8s between friends. Uh, that is going to be... In 17 points of damage. Not bad. First attack. Second attack. Shagunkunkagoo. Natural 20. Oh, no. Natural Oh, no. Troy, are you... Dude, this die is imbalanced. Uh-oh. I was going to oh, say, no. like, is, this, is the reason why this is a prototype oh. you haven't released because it's a weighted die? Yeah. No, no. Don't listen to... T- Again, this is a... We were talking about this pre-show. This is a Joe lie. We'll be like, natural 20... You just lost your legs. And then... And like, I was like, what? I lost my legs? He's like, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, that's a Joe lie. No, the die is fine. I just... We're working on the design. That's why it's a prototype. Nat 20. Uh-huh. This is going to be awesome. And David knows why. I know why, yeah. Uh, all right, let's just... Uh, double damage, right? Double First, damage. Yeah, yep. let's roll out some double damage. Is it roll... Acid. Yeah, is it roll both or is it double? Um, I always forget. It is, Starfinder. Uh, it's been so long. Roll damage twice. Good. That's way better than what I was rolling. So, uh, 5, 11, uh, 16. Oh, my God. This is going to be... 40 points of damage. And then... Acid. Acid. Yeah, 40 points of acid damage, and then I'm going to need a fortitude save from you. So basically, these... Whatever is coalescing together to form this blade, to form this creature, as it hits you, even though the blade isn't fully formed, you feel the thrust of it hit you. As it does, these little particles start swarming all over your body and covering you. Burning Jesus. through your armor with acid damage. What is the result oh. of your fortitude save? Um. Oh. Uh. Oh. Hope. Oh. Um. That's a twenty-five. You're all right. You're oh, all right. There you go, Linnea. But you do take that forty points of damage. I love when I got something that can actually do something on a critical, yeah. and I roll the crit. How about one more? How about one more? If you shade 20s, I'm walking out. You know what? <laughs> I wasn't in a good mood when we started tonight, but now I'm in a great mood. <laughs> Thank you, Ellie. Thank you. <laughs> Might have been your uh, itinerary that I wasn't listening to. Here we go. Natural two. Nothing on Ooh. the third attack. Uh, so this dude just... Vroom, vroom, vroom. Nanite starts swarming all over uh, Ellie's body, burning into her skin. Linnea's body. At least, let, let's yeah, let's keep it in character. No, it's your body. I want you to feel it! 
<laughs> Moving right along, both Friss uh, and Dax, Dax have delayed. Yeah, Dax, Dax will, will act. nod to, to Dax. Yeah, no. maybe Dax we should like. Now. You just stand there, Captain, doing nothing. While the is getting cut to pieces, and he pushes past his captives. <laughs> <laughs> She's just standing there, frozen. I rolled a low initiative. No, I rolled a great uh, initiative for me. Dax pushes past Kreska mm-hmm. and will uh, swift action have the carbon steel blade appear in his hand and try to slice this thing with a blade. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know if that's uh, I don't know if that's the kind of thing that'll happen. That'll work. Uh, Twenty against KAC. That is a miss. Does it seem uh, like a miss because it didn't hit its KAC or because it's not wholly corporeal yes. and hittable? Okay. A, yes. Okay. Uh, A. Okay. Just a straight up miss. Just a straight up miss. Moving right along, uh, Dr. Frist, do you want to act or you want to yeah. chill? Okay. I'm going to act. Um, so, <laughs> did, 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 some, did somebody else take the, the zero class hailstorm pistol? No, it's no yours if it? you wanted. Okay. I'm going to, I have that. We'll say. And pull it out, and I'm going to try to do a trick attack. Uh, That is a 29. It's probably higher than CR9. Uh, Where's the CR? 29 will not trick. That's right. Thank you, David. All right. So, good luck turning tricks in the drift. (laughs) Uh, Ooh, that is a 32 to hit. Against yeah. against EAC. That is a hit. Nice, Friss. Nice. Nice. Uh, that is 11 points of cold damage. <sighs> cold damage. Uh, yes, Troy, it, it counts. It all goes through? It all goes through. I know it exactly through. Way, you're pondering. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right, so you see that all goes through. Yep. Uh, all right, good hit by... Friss and Friss is on the uh, the left side of the bridge here, away from his party. Koala, by the way, in the other room. Moving right along, it is Linnea's turn. Linnea, oh, you got yes. hit twice by this dude. What do you want to yeah, do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, David, can you tell me if this uh, creature has high fortitude saves? That's not how this works, <laughs> Ellie. And I believe you know I believe it. she was talking to David. That's <laughs> yeah. And I'm talking uh, to her. Yeah, well, <laughs> can't do it. Okay, can't do David, that. can you tell Troy that I'm going to ask you about the fortitude save? But, uh, this is like when my parents fought over dinner and I was the only <laughs> other one there. It's awkward, Grant, right? Tell your father I would like the butter now. Uh, are you going, okay, are you going battle flower? Is that what you're doing? Well, that's what I was considering, but then Troy is probably going to have like 40 and 42. Uh, yeah, like you, don't a, get to, you don't get to ask. You do it, and then you fail, or you succeed, and then you know how to proceed. I know the rules. I was just testing that's how it something. Works. That's how it works. Yeah, well, fine. Then I'll yep. just... Then I'll just use a blade against the blade, you know what I'm saying? Let's and go. I will, Let's do I it. will full attack this asshole, too. And here it comes. Oh, Bring first, it. first, 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 first. Natural choo. 20. Oh! Oh! 20 with a 20 with a 20 with a 20. All right. Does your blade have any special, <laughs> special critical properties? Uh, it does, um, wait, one second. It does have a wound. DC 19. Mm. DC 19, yeah, a wound. Okay. 
And do you know what that does? Um, it uh, roll on uh, wounding weapons. The target must succeed a saving throw of the listed type and or suffer the listed effect. Okay. Uh, uh, what's a ta- what's a? I'll have David look that. Yeah, uh, I got it. I already got some of this, and I don't remember now. Of your weapon. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, roll double damage. Double damage. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. Well, it's time for me to bring out some D8. <laughs> Actually, Ooh. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna use the computer <laughs> because I don't have time. <laughs> I find it helpful uh, too for my weapons for my 800 characters to like know what the properties uh, of them do. Like, I keep a little notepad on the side. But, Might be something you want to do for your one character. In, in her defense, in, in Ellie's defense. She never in a million years thought she would roll a natural 20. This is the first time it's that, that would be unreasonable prep to prep also, a natural 20. She doesn't have a GM there. Sure. Yeah. Where is she going to put that number in the system to help you. her with the rules? Dude, how amazing would that be on roll 20 to have a player layer where you, like, you can type right on the screen that the GM can't see? Like, All the other players oh go over here that will do this. And <laughs> if you live life the right way, every layer is a player. <laughs> Ellie, may give me that de- damn yeah, damage. May I, may I deal the damage? Uh, 48. For Four. one. 48. And here comes uh, the second attack. So wait, wait. we have to do the critical effect first. So, wound. Yes. Um, okay. I need you to roll a d20. Me? Or, or Troy. we got to figure out what it might be wounding first. No, no please. You, you wounded. Uh, roll the d20. Roll a d20. Uh, seven. So that's on the first table then. Uh, well, so the seven is a general wound, so it's going to take 1d6 bleed damage if it doesn't pass the fortitude save. Okay, and what's the DC? Oh, no, actually, this? no. Sorry, there's no save on the bleed. The bleed okay. is just nice. So nice. Just got bleed. Nice. All right, so with this crit, you wound him. He starts bleeding, and there's nothing he can do uh, to staunch it. Um, so in the meantime, what is your double damage? It's Instead of 2d8, it's 4d8? Or were you saying yes. 48? No, no, it's 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 re-roll twice, right? That's yes. what you did with... Yeah, yeah roll twice. Um, yeah, the total was 48. Again, are you saying 4d8 or 48? We, we have this problem all the time. 48, uh, f- not 4d8. Not 48 points of damage, okay. Four, eight. Uh, all right, we, you we notice do have not, that problem. not all of it goes through, uh, but you do oh, uh, lay out a sweet crit and... Even more importantly, he bleeds. Uh, all right. Can I take Was that my your first attack? attack, right? Yeah, you get yeah. a second. Go for it. Um, oh, that's that's a bad roll. Uh, I'm assuming, um, yeah, 17 is not a hit. It is not. Moving on. It is Kreska's turn. Kreska, your, uh, your newest uh, crewmate, just dealt a pretty sweet blow to this thing. Uh, it looks like it's not up for talking, uh, but no one has been able to identify it either. Uh, yeah, so first things first, I'm going to try to... I'm going to do a mysticism check. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that is a natty 17 for a 33. Mrs. Oh! Ooh. Ooh. Uh, all right. I have. I'm just checking my notes here because that can tell you something. Uh, so this creature is known as an inevitable. What? Oh. What? It's a creature what? that uh, is like. Forged, it's forged in the planar city of Axis and imparted with unshakable purpose. 
this particular creature is known as an Anhamut. And it's inevitable. It's an inevitable fashion for millions of nanites programmed to protect those who explore and chart the chaotic cosmos. You also know there are a few of them known as edge seekers that uh, move from planet to planet, making their own surveys and answering to who knows what. Um, I relay all this information to the others. Does it have a mind, or like if it's made up of nanites, I'm assuming it's programmed. But it can bleed, so it is organic. Uh, I'm assuming it can bleed. I hadn't looked that far. Uh, Uh, It can bleed. Yeah, it can bleed. Mm -hmm. But there's a twist. Is it immune to mind-affecting effect? You do not believe it is. Okay. Uh, Kreska will say, You're not welcome on our bridge. And she will cast uh, a good old mind thrust. (gasps) Mind thrust! What's the save on that, or if any? It's a will save. Okay. Uh, Well... Before you do that, gonna need a little uh, special level check. Ooh, yeah, spell, spell resistance. resistance. Thank you, David. Ooh. Uh, that is a what level are we? Nine. It's a nineteen. Fail. <gasps> uh, spell resistance. Say no. goodbye to that spell slot. See a spell yeah. slot. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Now they're like. Double team at us. So just like, I know. Put, put, put. It was bad like, enough. Come right. on. It's a tag team. In that case, uh, Kreska will say, Callum, get out of there. And she will, Kreska will move uh, into this space up by the window. Okay. And jump. Uh, and. <laughs> <laughs> and that is her turn. And that is her turn. Hell of a turn. Uh, <laughs> as we move on to Qualo Misaki. Qualo Misatro is ready for battle, and Qualo Misatro, or at least the person who controls him, uh, was so excited last time, he didn't get to talk about his photon zenith revelation, which Ooh. hopefully will come out in this battle as he attunes himself to the photonic mysteries of the universe, pulls the solar moat circling around his head out of the air, and dual wields with one arm free both the ultra-thin long sword and Ooh. the yellow crowbar solar weapon as he moves into position okay Uh, can I stand on that chair let me just see where you're on Uh, no those spots where there that's not a chair that's a a console so the spots where there are computer consoles you cannot go Uh, so I can't do an acrobatics to jump on or anything it's just too hard there's no you could do an acrobatics if there was an open space uh, for you to go, but to jump right on top of the computer would not, you would not want to do that. Okay, um, uh, would you I'm, jump on top of your computer, Grant? <laughs> so I'll, 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 <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I'll double move then, and I will move through Dax and Callum Square and sidestep here. I might prov- uh, provoke an attack of opportunity, but I basically want to get behind. If that is an open space, it looks like it is because Kreska's standing there. Uh, I want to get in uh, melee distance of this crazy creature. Yep. What I will say is you are squeezing there. Uh, Kreska has uh, arguably at least half of her space uh, open, whereas you have less than half. So I'm going to say you're squeezing, but you're a little guy. Uh, You'll take a penalty to your AC. Uh, If Starfinder has that, I assume they do. Um, If not, then I'll just let you do it. Uh, Otherwise, that is your turn since you double moved. Mm -hmm. I don't think they do. 
Uh, uh, in some cases, you have to squeeze into or through an area that isn't as wide as the space you take up. You can squeeze through or into a space that is as, at least half as wide as your normal space while squeezing. You move at half your speed and are considered to have the entangled condition. Ah, uh, entangled. Ah. So, okay. minus two to your AC. Attack rolls, reflex saves, initiatives, and dex-based skill check. Wow, it's yeah. worse than squeezing Qual- in uh, Pathfinder. Qualo will say, Callum, get out of there. And okay. that's his turn. No, I don't think so. You said minus three, right? We said minus two. It's minus, minus four in Pathfinder. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is yeah. it? Squeeze oh. brutal in Pathfinder. Oh, okay. All right. Great. And then uh, th- does he provoke though? Moving. Uh, yeah. Were you accepting that provoke, Grant? Yes, I was saying okay. that I would if I. Okay. Needed, yeah. Uh, yeah. He'll go ahead and swing that sweet ass blade um, at his full attack bonus for one sweet attack. That I guarantee will hit. Ready? Mm-hmm. Oh no. 32. That's it. <laughs> Man, this guy. I felt pretty confident. Usually I don't like one guy against six. But I like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's all right. Uh, 21 points of slashing damage. Oh, I will destroy you. Let's go to the end of the round with Callum, who's been waiting patiently. Okay, I've been like scrolling through Hero Lab trying to be like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I, I have a question. So I'm not used to melee with Callum. If I do an, a, a melee attack um, mm-hmm. that is a Sunder combat maneuver, can I move after I do that? Uh, as far as I know, yeah. yeah. The, the Sunder okay. is your standard action, and you would still have your move action. Uh, my question is, with Sunder, does it provoke, like, Pathfinder? Yes. It does, because I don't have anything. That, I don't have, like, a feat for Sunder, so it will provoke. But okay. I'm going to try something. All right, so your attempt mm-hmm. is just Sunder. Should I take my AOL? I'd like to resolve those first, as I, per the rules of the game. Go for it, yes. And you, oh, and you get more than one reaction around? Good point. Uh, no, he uh, doesn't. So no, he, he doesn't. took it against. Oh. <laughs> nice. Sun- Sunder away. Knock Thank him out. You. Thank you, Joe. Okay. So what I'm going to do is Callum seeing Linnea get hit for like a shit ton of damage from this very scary weapon. Yeah. Uh, is going to instinctively, uh, his hands just start to, to like shake and he reaches out towards what that weapon is and he just tries to like grab onto it for like two seconds um, and he's going to cast Entropic Grasp as he does that to try to basically devalue the weapon um, and deal damage to the weapon itself. <gasps> okay, cool. and does that work like Sunder, or is that something different? It says it works like Sunder. Um, okay. You attempt a Sunder combat maneuver against the item. is if successful, Does it have to be unattended, or are you allowed to do it against attended objects? It's a combat maneuver. It, yeah, yeah, it says so weapons used it, it by presumes attended. The first text yeah. says, any unattended manufactured item you touch crumbles into dust. But the third you text says employ, weapons and equipment Yeah, yeah that's what I'm reading now. You make a opponent. melee attack against your opponent's EAC. If you hit, you instantaneously reduce the manufacturer's armors. We're not doing armor. Uh, weapons and equipment in use by an opponent are more difficult to affect with this spell. You attempt a Sunder Combat Maneuver against the item if successful, you deal 66 to the weapon or item. Uh, So what are you trying to hit? It's... It's big thing that it was doing acid damage with that hit No, I know, I understand, but like, uh, mechanically, what are you trying to... Oh, KAC plus 8, I believe. Oh! Yeah, it's, it's so preposterous! 
Ever, I didn't think I thought it was just KAC I thought maybe I could do it um, Okay Hold on I'm not gonna do I that I would assume I'm, David correct me if I'm wrong Yeah yeah KAC plus 8 Plus you my, have the spell resistance too To deal with Yeah my melee is plus 7 Forget this It was a stupid you idea be, You All basically right. have to roll Four consecutive natural 20s Yep never mind um, Okay I'm gonna do something Completely different Callum okay. is going to Listen to his captain And Qualo And realize the danger Of the situation And his hands are gonna go Never mind uh, and he's going to take out an Eon Stone that he bought from Absalom Station. Ooh, and ooh. He, it's a Sapphire Cone, and he's going to take a standard action, um, apply the Eon Stone to his head. It starts to orbit his head, and then he's going to fucking skedaddle out of there uh, and jump over this console. If I can do that, do I have to do an acrobatics check? You do. Okay, I'll do my best. You could also, where he's not provoking, just move through Dax's square and then get down there. Uh, oh, I... So yeah, save your I'm save your fanciness uh, since he's not going to provoke anyways, uh, and you're able to get over there. And the Aeon Stone grants you what? Uh, telepathy, limited telepathy. Ooh, Ooh. okay, Ooh. that may come in handy as we move into round two. <laughs> I really wish that the game allowed you any chance to just like reach out and shatter his weapon. That would have been so, <laughs> so freaking know, cool. Sydney, cool. you are better than the design of Starfinder. Well, here's okay, the thing. Don't right. say that. Don't it do does that. allow you that chance. Uh, it's just, it's not something that happens every day. It's going to be very, very hard unless you no, build no, the character. No, it's something that happens once every 300 no, years. Like, that's, that's, that's O'Brien logic. It's You just have to build a character that is built to do that with a very high attack bonus. Uh and then, like, maybe you get lucky and you roll that natty 19, that natty 20, and it breaks the CAC plus 8. It shouldn't be something that you can do 65% of the time. It should be that thing that you're like, we got to try it, natty 19, and then you all lose your fucking minds when it works. Uh, in the meantime, I'm going to do three attacks. Um, who hit me? <laughs> I did. Who hurt you? Three attacks against Linnea. We've been asking no, for but, years. No, 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 no. Troy. Yes, yes. Um, I yes. have, I have an objection. Objection, sir. I'll listen. You hit me last time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Make the case to the opponent. Yes. Is that all you got? Amazing. <laughs> That's a good. Well, I. Three attacks <laughs> against Linnea, and He's I'll let an you know. I'm not picking on you, uh, Eleanor. It's yeah. This is how this, this is how this dude plays. He, it's in, it's in inevitable. It's it's inevitable that uh, you're going to be attacked. However, let's talk about the bleed damage. We're at the top of a new round. Mm-hmm. Who did the bleed? I did the bleed on All you. All right. So uh, do you, is you roll, or is it a static number? It's going to be, at the beginning of your turn, it's 1d6 bleed. Okay. Ellie, so, uh, give me that d6. Here he comes. Get him, Ellie. Five. Yes. Nice. Five. Okay. All right. So he bleeds, but you notice that, like, as he bleeds... The blood starts coming back up, and that wound seals up. Oh, he's, he's Wolverine. And then he yes. strikes at you three times again. Oh, crap! Let's fucking go! Right after these words from our sponsor. Oh. No! Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof! Not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA. Get a quote today. All right, here we go. fucking monster. First attack. Come on. Twanzoni. Natural one. Oh. Fan fumble. Oh. That is the... Uh, if 
you're not familiar with the game, that is the absolute opposite of a natural one, Sony. <laughs> That's what you get for going after Eleanor again. What a kick in the wiener. Uh, yep. All right, so give me that sweet, sweet fine from Boney. Uh, you're kicking the wiener. <laughs> Gonna have to vamp because I am not ready. Wait, there it is. Sorry, I couldn't find it. Uh, all right. <laughs> Here we go. This one uh, from uh, Hunter in Atlanta. Hunter. Hunter in Atlanta. Existential crisis. (laughs) The stress of the fight is too much. You wonder what you're doing here. Such a vast universe filled with such wonderful creatures. And here you are surrounded by violence. You are frightened for 1d3 rounds. Whoa. On a successful will save, you are shaken for 1d3 rounds. Okay. Uh, So the DC would be uh, Linnea's AC, right? Correct. Uh, Natural 20 on the friggin' will save. Uh, So he's shaken. Uh, Minus two to attack for how many rounds? 1d3. Okay. Uh, He will be shaken for uh, one round. All right. Good so, fumble, Hunter, very reasonable. Very he'll be shaken for the remainder of this round, we'll say. Uh, attack number two. Crap. That sucks. Um, here we go. Ooh, all right. This is going to be close because of the old shaken. Has a 27 to hit. Miss. Yes. With yes. 27 hit? Would, would, would 29 it hit if hit? he wasn't shaken at the 29? Yeah. Oh. You love when the fumble, like, actually lands. Yeah, when it matters. Okay. Another kick to the wiener. Right to the old (laughs) croissant. Here we go. One more hit. Croissant? Miss on the third attack. So, Ah, after landing two out of three, the shaken condition on that first fumble. Miss, miss, miss. Giving you all a great opportunity to do something to this creature that's supposed to be a protector of people traveling around the galaxy. What's going on with this dude, Dax? Yeah. Uh, he has been poisoned by something because uh, this inevitable the creature, uh, if it's created in, what is it, Axis? It's the a creature of, of pure law. So it, it has no compunction to do something outside of its like programming essentially, all these nanites. So something very strange is happening here. My question is, how does he have three attacks? I'm actually just curious mechanically. Like, cool, uh, I, I, cool I, ability. Is it a feat or it's like an ability of the monster? It's a cool monster ability. Because I want that feat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, it was a feat. if I ever build a Starfinder character, uh, I'm definitely taking this illegal monster ability. <laughs> uh, cool, because I was thinking about it and I was like, well, you never get to three attacks automatically in Starfinder like you do in Pathfinder. So it's not just that he's a higher level. There's something else going on here. Roll a sense motive if you think that something is off with this guy. Oh, man, if there is one thing that Dax crushes, (laughs) it is sensing the subtle differences in what people present versus what they really mean. With his racial minus two for being an android? (laughs) That is an adjusted two. Uh... He has yeah. a minus two sense motive. <laughs> Everything that Joe knows, Dax doesn't. <laughs> Damn it! There are a lot of upsides to playing androids, and there are very definite social <laughs> downsides downside. to playing androids. <laughs> 
Uh, all right, so what do you want to do, Dax? This guy's uh, um, badass. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. It's my turn because I moved to right after him. So mm-hmm. this is so stupid. I really it, don't. It, I think I'm going to do. I, I'm going to do one round of pure stupidity just to like maybe soak up some damage uh, from somebody else. If I can hit him once, maybe he'll attack me instead, and I've got a ton of HP. So. Um, yeah, I'm going to try to swing twice. It's such a long shot, but here we go. So First got? attack, natural 20. Oh! 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 My gracious. Oh, baby. Oh, man. Wow. I, wow. Okay. Wow. And so... Wow, uh, the 20s are coming out tonight. I'm sorry. What did we say for this? Is it you roll twice or is it you double? Roll twice. Roll twice. Roll twice. twice. Okay. We will never so, fucking remember unless we have a post-it note uh, backwards uh, on our foreheads. Okay, so uh, so that's so 37 our- points of slashing damage. 37 and, slash? Okay. Yeah, you see and, not all of it goes through. Uh, but does the bulk uh, of it go through? Well, uh, there's one question portion of it. Is there anything special about your curved blade? Or is it no. just a, a curved blade it's, off the shelf? It's just an off-the-shelf curved okay. blade. Right. Steel. So what happens? Is, does it do no damage? No, no, it does damage. You just be like, man, I should have done all of that damage. But and then uh, you have a critical effect there? Yeah, bleed. 1d6 bleed. Okay. So on its turn again. Will those bleed effects stack be where they came from two different sources? Uh, the other one um, actually... Oh, I love that rule. Might, it, the other one's gone, actually. It was a one-time bleed? Uh, well, no, because of the other thing. Because of um, fast healing, does it auto cure bleed? Uh, if you oh, heal it just HP. ends bleed. I see. Okay, bleed's gone. I got you. Okay, uh, cool then. So awesome. it'll bleed on its turn. Awesome. You, and so second think. attack uh, is a twenty-four against KAC. Nope. Nope. Twenty against KAC. That's a miss. So sorry, that is a miss. But hey, dude, <sighs> land those crits when you can. This guy looks bad ace. Yeah, all I wanted to do was actually take his attacks for a round. So, well, Linnea's probably going to hit him anyway. But all right, let's, there we go. Let's see what happens. It is Doctor Friss's turn. Okay, Friss. It's funny. This guy's called an inevitable. I'm wondering. That's like a, a Jack Vance villain creature in the Dying Earth books. Is Chun the inevitable? And a Vance and monster. Yeah. <laughs> But Mona had a hand in this. All right, so Friss <laughs> is going to try to do, like, bob and weave and get another trick attack. Uh, maybe 31? 31 and... Uh, 31 tricks. 31 yes. tricks. Thank you, David. Uh, all right, and he is going to fire. It is flat-footed. He's going to fire <laughs> off a shot. Uh, that is a 20... Five against EAC flat-footed. That is a hit. Beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Damage. You'll get some good damage on that, too. I yes. should. <laughs> and it's cold, right? It is cold. And I'm giving Friss a clean shot here, um, you know, I, because, uh, you know, there's a space between Linnea and Dax. If, 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 if that computer was higher, maybe I'd give him a bonus, but that's a clean shot for Friss. Uh, 32 points of damage. Cold okay. damage. Cold. Cold damage? Sure, yeah, that all goes through. Nice. Daxie. Uh, okay. Good round for Friss. Friss, anything else you want to try and do? Do you want to try a sense motive on this thing? Um. Yeah, I will. Yeah, that actually is something that Chris is very good at. 
Okay. Normally, uh, 28. 28 for a sense motive. Okay. If this thing is meant to protect travelers, then something is very amiss. This creature is acting strangely. Now that you think back to the way it was speaking, this there's something off with this thing. It is afflicted. Um, but you don't know how to deal with this. Right. There's something. It is not of its right mind. It should not be doing this. Okay. Moving right along, it's it's a, it is something wrong with it. It's a, it's a drunken ghost curse or something. It is. Oh, and it turn. is flat-footed. It's flat-footed until the beginning of my next turn. Oh, huge! Flat-footed for the group. Huge. Yes. Uh, all right, Linnea. This guy's got it out for you. Uh, hit you twice. Missed on that third one, and then a big miss followed by two more misses. You were able to lay out some damage, but he's got eyes for you. What do you want to do? Yeah, um, well, I think upon hearing upon hearing what Fris said about that something seems wrong with it, um, I think she's going to do her cool new ability because that's all that she knows of just like, huh, and then like bang, bang it like a computer <laughs> that's like acting up. And so I'm going to use my stunning strike ability and try to go oh. for an unarmed, an unarmed nice. st- strike. Unarmed oh. strike, I have to, okay. I have to declare that first, but it's an unarmed, non-lethal damage, uh, okay. so it's not going to, if I... But you have to roll a fortitude save. But okay, yeah. and question: so here it goes. Does it work? Does it get an attack of opportunity for attacking it unarmed? Uh, I'm just trying to translate Pathfinder rules to Starfinder here. I don't think so because it still moves out of a space, ranged attack, casts a spell, or uses a spell-like ability within reach. Okay, is this a spell-like ability? This uh, stunning fist? It is an no. exceptional ability. Okay, uh, all right. So if you hit, I'll roll a fortitude save. Yep. Yeah. Let's see what you can got. I, can I, for flavor, can I can I imagine that she r- wraps the ribbon around it and then headbutts it? No. <laughs> I don't want you to imagine that. Yes, okay. you That's absolutely awesome. can. I just imagined it. It's too yeah, late. I'm imagining it's too it late. now. I'm, yeah, it's in my imagination right now. <laughs> I, won't, I won't allow it. The entire audience saw it, Troy. How dare you ask? <laughs> they already saw can, it. If you can imagine that. Um, tw- 32 against. against KACA, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. K-A-C-A? Is that a new armor class I'm not familiar with? Kaka? What did I say? K-A-C-A? Don't make a mistake in this group. You'll get called out. You got to stay at the got to stay at the... So you take you take one... Wait. So you take some damage. Non-lethal, right? How much? Non-lethal. 1d3 plus 11. One second. Okay. And so you take 13 non-lethal damage. Okay. You know, again, it doesn't seem like it really phases him. He takes a little bit of that, but not all of it. But and one then, now, through. That's the important thing. Yeah, and yeah. now you have to roll your uh, fortitude, right? A little fortitude, fortitude action. Fortitude save. Okay, DC. How about you roll first, and then I'll tell you. Okay, 21. Fuck. I was hoping, can't you do something nice for me since you had a bad day? And sometimes I do nice things for other people, and then I feel better. And so how about you? Learn your weapon properties and we'll talk. (laughs) How about that? How about that? Learn your weapon properties. You know what, Ellie, though? You were the the one that got caught. I saw all of them, like, quickly Googling their weapon properties. Just ask that everyone Thank does. Thank you, Ellie. 4% of the work I do. Here we go. Moving on. It is Kreska's turn. Kreska, what do you want to do? Uh, Kreska would like to cast Remove Affliction on Ooh. this. Yes. There it is. Oh, 
is. Uh, there it is. That's a spicy meatball, Kreska. And now begins. Uh, I have. To, I think I have to roll about four d20s to make this work. But so, do I have to roll a concentration First, check? Uh, oh, yeah. That's Where are the, you standing? I don't think. I know I'm gonna have to roll spell resistance. I feel like that's step. Concentration. It's, touch. <laughs> it, it's uh, range is touch. I have. To it roll. is touch. So it is. I don't have any information about concentration checks. I'm a hero lab. I don't think there is concentration checks. But you are going to provoke, though. That's fine. Yeah, if you're casting a spell in that spot, I think it just provokes unless you move. You could take a guarded step and do it. I can. It's got a range of touch, so I have to stay here. All right, so you ready for a big smack in the face? And if you take damage, it doesn't immediately end the spell or make it difficult to cast the spell. It doesn't change the difficulty of actually landing the spell. You are most at risk of taking damage while casting when a spell's casting time is one round or longer, I'm assuming. It's not. You have provoked an attack of opportunity or a foe ready to action to attack you when you began to cast. However, if you are taking ongoing damage, your spells are not uh, disrupted in this way. If you ever try to cast a spell in conditions where the characteristics of the spell can't be made to conform, the spell fails. So that's interesting. If you're casting a spell... If you take damage from either a successful attack that targeted your AC. Oh, wow. Yeah, if you're casting the spell and you take damage, the spell fails. Automatically. And so, oh, and wow. there's no count, there's no concentration counter to avoid that? That seems crazy. Uh, right? Uh, the wouldn't concentration it be one and then require- the other? Like, wouldn't it be he gets the attack of opportunity, she gets the attack of opportunity, and then you do this... Well, the the attack of opportunity resolves first. So, assuming I hit, now I may not hit. If I, but let's say I do hit, he takes that damage. It then supersedes the fact that if you take damage while trying to pr- perform this spell, uh, you can't cast the spell. That seems uh, broken. It, it does in, seem crazy. Yeah, because in Pathfinder, you have the concentration check to roll against that. Yeah, as right. far as well, I know, they yeah. did away with here, the check, and it's just this. Here's thing. I think why that's balanced. This is bringing back my shun memories. In the text of many offensive spells, there is yeah. this does not provoke an attack of opportunity. So uh. they probably remove concentration checks because many of the touch offensive spells are designed to not take any damage or attacks at that time. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I have an idea. You yeah. could ready an action to cast remove affliction after someone else has provoked an AOO. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. And right, used great. up its AOO. I will do that. Yeah. That's game, good. game this broken rule. Yeah. We all talked about this our calm, our calm links. We're all like, this is a great idea. <laughs> provoke it. Provoke it. Well, it's uh, interesting because it's remove affliction. You wouldn't normally do that against your enemy. An you know I mean? right, right, right. It's so, not a, usually an offensive spell. Right. Yeah. Uh, Why didn't they think of this and put it in the core rule book in the first paragraph? Because <laughs> you are so often casting remove affliction against your opponents. Well, so, I mean, Kriska, you are going to ready that action and see if it happens between now and your next round. Yeah. I mean, to, to answer, to respond to you, Joe, I could be casting on an ally and be adjacent to a creature that's trying to kill me, too. So That's, right. that's true. That's uh, true. It, seems, it just seems silly that there's no counter to that. But there's, like, in Pathfinder. Yeah, yeah but, you could, also, but you could five, you could guard it, step, and cast it on your ally, you know. Maybe, depending now on where you it, were, right? Keep sure. in mind, Qualo and Callum go in this round, and then it's the start of a new round. So in my world, the reactions are through the rounds. Do you know what I mean? So if Qualo and Callum provoke uh, and you don't land it, it'll get a new chance to uh, have AOOs starting with Dax's next turn. Just something to they, think about. They seem to have really simplified it in Starfinder. Like, a lot of the feats related to this, like combat casting, is strictly plus two to your AC when you try to do this. 
And like I believe I have just, combat casting too. So it's, it's just very frustrating. Do you want to give it a chance, bros? Maybe he'll miss. Yeah, maybe he'll miss. No, he's gonna hit. He's gonna hit. Maybe on that one. <laughs> and uh, I can right. and I can be the one to provoke. So if you guys want to wait, like I'll provoke after his next turn. Callum can provoke too. I mean, it doesn't. Uh, he yeah, can take a I hit. just I have an AC boost on provoking. True. true. All right, well, well, you do whatever you want. What do you have? Mobility? Is that a yeah. Starfinder mobility? Yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. All right. It is Qualo's turn then as Kreska readies in action. Qualo, uh, seeing the captain need assistance, says, I'll do anything for you, captain, and takes an unguarded five foot step, oh. provoking from the creature. There you unguarded five foot step, and it swings at you. Let's resolve that. I think I might have missed uh, 27. <laughs> That's the only person with an AC that high is Ellie. Yeah, you mm. okay. I just assume you and Ellie have high. No, no, no. The, the, you're the high ends. All right, then. Uh, that no, is no, going we to do be... have high ACs. Eleanor has an absurd case. <laughs> Eleanor spent ninety percent of her starting credits on her armor, <laughs> which is illegal. Not true. Highly, Not true. highly Not illegal true. in the packed worlds. Not true. Uh, Nineteen points. She's of on damage. the run for the armor she stole. <laughs> I looked it up. I did not. By the way, I did not. By the way, I did not. I did not. I did not. Not. I did not. I did not. I did. It is 19 uh, points of damage. 19 points to of damage. Now in my new space, am I uh, still squeezing or am I no longer squeezing? I'll look at the I map have more. Here. Oh, man. It looks like I have more about space right now. down the middle. Oh, boy. What size are you? I mean, Grant? if Kreska's not squeezing, I feel like I should not be. Right. Uh, are you are small you? or medium? No, I'm medium. Okay. Hmm. I think that seems like I should roll an old D100. I like right? it. Ooh, I like when it. in I doubt, roll some dice. See what happens. What happened to your feeling, Bi? I rolled a 50. And a 51 or higher is what you needed. Oh, so you are squeezing. Shit. I rolled a 50 um, and a zero. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> That's wild. Uh, okay, so then... Um, I'm 50. Uh, then uh, Kuala will take Old one, Molly call back. one swing out um, with her... With his, I'm thinking of Molly Shannon now. Sure. Um, I <laughs> Molly Molly Shannon Shannon Shannon. Wait, Molly Shannon dual wields? Yeah, she does. <laughs> she does. Um, You've recast uh, Nick Kroll as Molly Shannon? <laughs> <laughs> that is a 25 against KAC. Uh, and he's flat footed from Dr. Friss's Jimmy John, so that is a hit. Okay, here comes the damage 3d6. Okay, nice. Uh, plus the old d4 will be. Um, 30 points of damage. Oh, is that all cut through, David? Uh, what, what kind of weapon is it? It's my solar uh, weapon, uh, and it is bludgeoning. So, uh, And do you have a weapon fusion? I have a soul fire fusion. So, yes. It all cut through. All cut through. What does soul fire fusion do? Uh, soul fire allows me to apply my charisma bonus to my damage. Mm. Okay, but it, it burns, also makes The weapon it- burns with my soul. It's a very soul calorie feel. I like it. Mm-hmm. Soul that, still burns. That's also enough to bypass uh, DR. It counts as a magic weapon. It counts as a magic weapon. Very cool. Uh, okay, that then. activates Kreska. It sure does. Yes. Get him. Okay. What do, you do? do you have this to actually awesome. roll an attack here? Yep. So I got to roll spell resistance. Do I roll the, the touch uh, attack and a, then spell resistance? Uh, what, do first? First. what do you want to do first? What do you want to do first? Yeah, roll the attack. Oh, good. Roll the hit first. Come on, Matthew. Uh, 23. Against? I'm assuming KAC, right? Well, it's a touch, right? So isn't that EAC in, in Starfinder? It is EAC. And you rolled a 23. 
and he's flat-footed. You hit. Okay. okay. But can you beat the spell, spell resistance? <laughs> With your caster level check, and then I, if I even if I get this, I then have to roll another caster level check to see if I can remove the affliction. So it's just a oh. lot of dice. Ah, uh, ah, uh. uh, Nat. Okay, that is a twenty-one spell resistance. SR twenty-one. Oh, oh, dude. You're everything, so close. Everything I've rolled since I, since I rolled initiative has all been like 10, 11, 12, 13. <laughs> it's all in that mid range. Okay, I will be so happy if you pull this off, dude. Come on. Okay. All right, so now tell me the second part of this spell here you're doing. So now, if the target is a creature, you must attempt a caster level check, 1d20 plus your caster level, for each curse, disease, infestation, and poison affecting it. Okay. DC 4 plus the DC of the affliction. I've I've got the DC here, actually. It's in okay. the... Yeah, we've got it. So you, your 21 was just to get by the normal um, SR, and now uh, the second DC is for his oh, I'm sure that this was cast by a fifth level caster. <laughs> this uh, affliction. Come on, uh, Captain K. What do you got? Natty fifteen. So Ooh, that's a good start. Twenty-four. DC eighteen. Oh yes. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, got it. Be free, brother. Amazing. I'm so glad Troy prepped for it too. He thinks about everything. See. Where's your note like, to GM layer now, Troy? <laughs> you need to do one thing, Ellie. Prep your weapon special properties. Troy thinks of all of these things and preps all of <laughs> them before coming yourself, into a live game. You're making yourself sound like a fool. It's, it's, in, the, it's in the module. <laughs> uh, you cast remove affliction and whatever was affecting this inevitable, what I call it, an anhamut. Uh, Anhamut inevitable He like looks at you And puts his weapon down (gasps) Yes And he's like I'm I'm (laughs) Sorry My Mind Was broken Normally I would not Attack outsiders, explorers such as yourself. Please accept my humblest apologies. And he like bows his head. He towers all over, eight feet tall. And as soon as he leaves the opening, Dax slices his head off with a carbon steel blade. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Wait, while, while he's there, Callum um, telepathically asks him in his mind, is he a fucking skid? <laughs> <laughs> Only skid would have a deleted scene, Jeff. That's an excellent scene. So good, though. Uh, Callum uh, telepathically asks him, like, who did this? Like, why are you here? Why did you come aboard? Cool. And he responds... The last thing I remember was being on another's ship. Angry men and women. And then something happened, and I was here. And only Callum hears this, since it is telepathic. What happened? Where were you right before this? 
I didn't hear the question. <laughs> Say it again. Uh, Callum turns with like the stones spinning around his head, and he's like, "Um, Captain, uh, he told me that um, he was with other people, and, and on a ship, uh, there's men and women, and um, then he just showed up on our ship. Doesn't remember. Yes. Can you, can you describe these men and women? Yes. Right before we met, not moments before, I." encountered and had an end altercation with a fearsome group entering the system in an unsafe-looking fleet of vessels. I attempted to speak peacefully with the group, but I was attacked for my trouble. During the desperate battle, something happened, and I was shunted into the drift, either by coincidence or perhaps Triune's divine will. And that is how I found my way onto your ship. These people were angry, yet somehow delighted in their anger. They wore spiked armor, decorated with a red and black circle. Can I do a culture check? Yeah. Is that the cult uh, of the devourer? Is that their Yeah. I'm assuming, but uh, 27? Yeah, that's a uh, cultus of the devourer. Cult of the devourer. From what I can remember, I encountered these people only a few days ago. Do you know of them? Yes. They are who we are hunting. It seems we are following a trail of their victims. They are a cult devoted to ending all existence. And they have found, or at least they have found, the coordinates of a weapon that might assist them in this project. We can heal you and transport you out of the drift. What is this weapon, and where is it located? Sense uh, motive. Sense motive. <laughs> yeah. Callum uh, telepathically says to Chris, Good, don't answer that. <laughs> As your I lawyer. Heard, I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> 28, sense motive. Uh, he seems concerned. If he's a uh, protector of the galaxy, um, a super weapon doesn't sound like a good thing to have lying about. We tell him about the cellar degenerator and what it does and how we're trying to stop the cult of the cult of the, the cult of the devourer from uh, attaining it. He listens to you go through all that and then he becomes quite serious in his sort of inscrutable face. This is very disturbing. If what you say about this stellar degenerator is indeed true, this cult of the devourer must not succeed. The entire universe is at stake. If it is your plan, you must continue with all haste to stop them. 
While I am technically programmed not to interfere in the discovery of such things, this destructive power cannot be loosed on the galaxy. Perhaps I can offer you a modicum of aid if you so desire, but if I do, you must not fail. All I ask is that you return me to the material plane when you exit the drift, and I will teleport away and get back to my work cataloging the galaxy. You have our word. We will return you to the material plane, and we will not fail. And do you know where this weapon is located? We do, right? We have coordinates of... Yep. Uh, yeah. So you tell him, the gate of the Twelve Sons. Yes. He thinks, hmm... I recently came upon a megastructure such as this as part of my exploration of the galaxy. I only had a short time to study the area. But if this is what you seek as well, I will share with you what I know. Navigation there is difficult, as there are strange gravitational forces at play within the system. How good is your pilot? Why are you all laughing and looking away? Why are you all laughing? No, he's We're good. good. He's, he's, he's good. He's good. He's good. Who's our, very, who's he's our best captain? pilot? Good, not great. Who's, who's our good, pilot? Good, not great. You are doomed. <laughs> uh, perhaps I can help. May I speak to your ship's computer? <gasps> nice. Be yes. Our guest. Be yeah, our guest. You should talk to him. He's been kind of weird lately, like saying some weird stuff to some people on the ship. So, yeah. All right. If you would like to rest, we have an, we have quarters that you may use. That you might I have do to not speak to the computer. About that. <laughs> yes. I do not require rest. He takes his hand and he places it on one of the consoles. Huge hand, just boom, and you see from his palm, just like light emitting into how he's programming. And there's an exchange of information back and forth. What did you do? What did you change about the ship's systems? I just programmed a set of compensation equations into your navigational computer so that you may more easily navigate the gate. Keep in mind, these strange forces that I mentioned make it impossible to successfully activate a drift drive once you enter the system. So if you need to get out fast, it is not an option. The computer told me one other thing. You left your hair clip on the floor. Does anyone know what that means? <laughs> he would like well, it Linnea removed. Linnea is bald, so that doesn't make any sense, Troy. Continuity is... <laughs> Callum, Callum looks around. 
Yeah, Cal. <laughs> Callum was in there? Oh, no, it's mine. Ah, sorry. Oh. <laughs> I was playing. <laughs> Hair clip with your flower voice. I clip a flower onto my bald head. Someone, <laughs> someone upset him. <laughs> well, speaking of upsetting Howie, uh, Linnea is going to go and take a shower and, like, remove all the blood from her... From her, I mean, I'm assuming Qual is also Qual is the only one who got hit, right? As as well as me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. So, you got it. You took a couple shots. Yeah, I think so. She's gonna take a rest, and you know. Well, at least a ten minute rest. A ten minute shower, <laughs> at least <laughs> to just yeah. like freshen up <laughs> from this. Because that's the thing. When I've been when I've been exercising, the best thing I know is to get into a warm shower afterwards and like yeah. get it out of and <laughs> spend a resolve burn, point, burn a and resolve then you're good to go. In the shower, yeah. burn it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, get my sound, I know it just sounds wrong. <laughs> while while is in the shower, he says, "I can impart this aid to four of your weapons." <gasps> Oh, yes, please. <laughs> Wait, the ship's weapons are like our, our weapons? Your weapons. Melee okay. weapons. Quality. Melee weapons. Oh. The door. Your melee weapons. Uh, How many do we have? Per- I think we have four. If you're perceptive, you might have noticed that Linnea left her battle ribbon on the table. <laughs> Paula quickly the kicks it underneath the table so no one can see it. <laughs> yeah, these are our only weapons. Kreska offers her claws. It doesn't work on natural weapons. Is that true? Probably. Oh, oh man. Talk yeah, about it. Yeah, no, it's a it's a weapon fusion. Fusion, yeah. Oh. Well, then I'll put oh, it on cool. my dashko. Yeah, this but is, give it... The dashko is one. It has been chosen. No, what no! Else? Ultra-thin ultra thin longsword out there, which has no fusions. This is incredibly oh, right. convenient for The ultra-thin longsword is the second. It has been chosen. Uh, what levels are those, though? I know the longsword's fine, but... The, the Dashko, Dashko is level 7. Okay, that qualifies. Has Carbon steel curved blade is 4. Cannot receive the fusion. Can the soul cannot enough? receive the fusion. Can I just take the thin blade, you jerk?! Oh, sorry. We already decided this. We already got decided. Got a magic. It. Yeah, and it makes me crowbar. Good. You have eighteen weapons, and you have grenade proficiency. Why don't you use them every once in a while? I only um, have one one melee. Only so, two well, weapons. Can I use my? You want my me to throw a grenade in the cockpit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want the fusion, and I have a level eight ribbon. You come out wearing a towel. Yeah. <laughs> wait, only wait, on my bald head. <laughs> yeah. I heard we were infusing weapons. I, uh, the battle ribbon has been chosen. One more, if you like. Does solar moat work? Or is no. that... No. No. <laughs> what a foolish suggestion. I mean, there's weapon fusions on it, but they're... I'm sorry if I'm rude. What it's is okay. the fusion? Um, what is the fusion we're receiving? If there is, is no more weapons, I will tell you. Not I'll David. Send an uh, doctor, doctor, do you have anything you want to do? I am no longer a doctor. I was... Not you. <laughs> it's a long story. I don't know who you are. Why are you doc- talking to me, you oh, yeah, ghost? That's our, that's our um, doctor. So, Grant, uh, you can do multiple fusions on the same weapon, but the total level of all the fusions has to be below the weapon's item level. Hmm. So I could remove, potentially, the, my existing... No. 
Only if it's a fusion seal can you remove it. Otherwise, it's actually stuck on the weapon. Okay. It's fused to it, you might say. Oh, you know what? Let me just double check. It says sulfur. I think it has sulfur on it. Uh, Yeah, I think it does. Fusion. I just sent it to you. I'm not sure if that's a description of the weapon or if it's in there, but we can talk about this in a little bit. That's only a level one. So as long as you're... I think your solar... It levels with me, probably. Yeah, probably. I, I would think you can do it. Okay. All right. The cool blade, the Dosko, and the battle ribbon have been chosen. I will impart upon them the fusion that my weapon has as well. And he puts his hand out, and all three of your weapons start to glow briefly for a moment and then return to their normal appearance. And they all have a level six nanite fusion on them, which does what it did when it hit Ellie's uh, with that blade. So when this critical effect is triggered, a cloud of nanites detaches from the blade, begins devouring the target, swarming over it and dismantling it at a molecular level. (laughs) Double damage, all as acid and then fortitude save or you're nauseated for a round. Wow. Cool. wow! I just added it on Hero Lab, and now now my battle ribbon is called Nanite Battle Ribbon. Nanite <laughs> Battle Ribbon, and, very cool. You know, when you score a crit with a weapon that has multiple critical hit effects, you can pick uh, you can pick one, uh, and that is only for melee weapons. Nanite. Hopefully, these will help you in your battle against these creatures. Thank now, you. Are there more of your kind? Are we likely to encounter any others in the cosmos in near this area? The odds of you encountering another of my kind in your lifetime are, and he lists a gigantic number yeah, to one. Cool. Uh, what's your name? What do we call you? My name is Adam. <laughs> oh, cool. Ooh. That's nice. Wow, that's Very biblical. A cool name, weird. bro. Weird name. I've never heard anything like it. That's only must be like your your kind. Thank you. No Is one you... ever asks. No one ever asks my <laughs> real name. Was prepared forever for this character. All right. We're, good night, Adam. Before you leave, we're, yes. We're, if you're if you've been cataloging the galaxy, were you also affected by the gap, or can you tell us what happened there? I. Yes, what happened in the gap? Prof- tell us. Yeah. Tell us. It is not my place to interfere. <laughs> oh, come on! In what happens, I must only watch. Talk <laughs> and cop out. Our people like to watch. Oh, how, how old? Are, how old are you? Forever. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no. So there's no reproduction system. Like there's no. It's like a. This is a computer. They're robots. Yeah, like they're robots. <laughs> There's no biology going on. But there is biology. We can just discorporate into millions of biological pieces that can then reform elsewhere. We do not reproduce in the way your primitive mind thinks. Cool. I wish humans could do that. That would be so cool. They cannot. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, technically, we're all molecules. So when, okay, never mind. Perhaps we are more alike than I thought. And a single, a single tear falls out. <laughs> Made out of nanites. <laughs> I just uh, realized if you headbutt some a, a, a giant robot, like 
she her forehead would look like my forehead, like bumpy as hell. Uh, because, <laughs> right? Yeah. I just thought that. But you get out of the drift. A couple hours later, because you were pulling out when this happened. <sighs> you come out, and you're deep. Deep in the vast at this point. Luckily, with your drift engines, you were able to traverse the galaxy in four days. You get out, and you follow the coordinates towards the Gate of the Twelve Suns. As you start to approach, Adam says, My time here has ended. I have enjoyed this moment. It is not often that I get to talk to travelers. Again, I apologize that my mind was broken and that I almost killed all of you, for I would have been undefeatable in battle. Though we cannot interfere, this stellar degenerator represents... A great evil that must be destroyed. If anyone asks, I didn't say that. (laughs) 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 And then he just starts breaking up into pieces. So farewell, traveler. Don't go. Bye, Adam. And he's gone. There's just a little bit of space to us. So cool. And we it. will never see another again. <laughs> yeah. Get that out of your mouth! Get it out! Hairball. <laughs> as you... As he leaves, and you continue your approach, it's obvious, even from a cursory scan at this point, that the system that you're approaching is not a natural phenomenon. You see on your sensors a perfect circle. Perfect circle of a dozen stars appearing stationary with respect to one another all maintaining a perfect gravitational balance huh I assume that Friss is manning the science officer station yep. um, but others are, are, of you are, are good with computers as well do you want to try and gain some more details before you get closer Using yeah. the vessels, uh, scanners. All right. So, anyone want to aid? I'm assuming Friss is going to want to make this check. Uh, yeah, Dax can aid. What kind of check is it? Did you say computers? computers check. Computers. Yeah. I'll try. Dax will log, log onto his system, and he does aid. Okay. Does Callum? Fourteen. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. It's DC 10, or is it 15 oh. for I think it's 15 in Starfighter. Yeah, fuck yeah it is. So, oh, okay. thanks for nothing, Cal. Uh, does anyone else want to try an aid? I don't have computers, so I'm assuming then I can't. Oh, wow. Rough. All right, so you get two from Dax. Whatever uh, uh, his uh, conversation with uh, Howie was, um, you it's get DC a plus. 10. Oh, it is DC-10. All right, so oh. plus, plus two from Dax, plus two from Callum. That's a plus four. Uh, and then you get five from uh, Adam's conversation with the computer. Oh, wow. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that was the other thing. Friss immediately, as soon as the creature Adam said that, he went into the computer to just check that he did what he said that he did and, like, put it up. <laughs> 
a bomb. MF Doom. MF Doom. Yeah. I knew yeah. that was coming. So you're going to get a, a cumulative <laughs> plus nine on this check. Okay. And so, uh, Skid, you could actually take ten if you wanted to. It's okay. It's better for him to roll. Uh, <laughs> that is a 48. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> 48? I told you you should have taken 10. <laughs> Skid, you don't roll 4d8. You just... This is plus 29 on my roll, and I rolled a 19. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Ooh. Amazing. <laughs> All right, so you're scanning this. Um, Adam's help. Dax's help. Callum's help. Your early scans reveal that a single planet seems to orbit each star at exactly the same distance. There are 12 of these stars, all equidistant in a perfect circle, just hanging in perfect gravitational balance. And around each planet, or around each uh, star, a single planet orbits. The planets have roughly the same diameter, mass, and rotational period. Even stranger, each planet's orbit is synchronized with all the other planets in the system, so that every so often they all face the center of the circle of stars at the same exact time. Mm. Very cool. The gravitational forces exerted by the 12 stars is in a delicate balance, achievable only with exacting measurements, and you would think more than a little magic. These forces, not unlike what Adam said, make navigating through this system, you know, it's going to be very difficult, and using a Drift engine will be impossible. It seems like the safest time to attempt to reach one of these planets is when the when its orbit reaches the furthest point from the center of the system. Mm-hmm. But even then, it's not going to be simple. In addition, 11 of the planets, it appears, are lifeless hunks of rock with no atmosphere. Only one can sustain life. It is, in fact, teeming with it. And a single intact structure can be detected on that planet's surface. You rolled so high, you get more information. Oh, yeah. The occasional burst of gravitational energy emanates from each planet as it reaches the point in its orbit where it is closest to the center of the system. This energy comes from a hole in each planet's crust at the equator that seems to reach right down to the planet's core. Roll a physical science check. Uh, what a cool thing to come up with. Uh, that is a 29. Okay. So... You think that the release of this energy that is burrowed right down in the core is what is keeping this whole system stable. Kreska, roll a mysticism check as Friss is rolling out all this information. Uh, That is a 34. Okay. If that energy is focused properly, you deduce, Kreska, it can be used to open a portal to another plane. And finally, because of the crush on the check, deep scans of the system's planets reveal small cosmic strings, one-dimensional defects in the fabric of space that produce gravitational waves mystically contained within each planet's core. And it seems like these cosmic strings are maintained by massive technomagic devices kept in working condition by, you would assume from what you're reading, armies of maintenance bots. 
A lot of information there. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. Is this the degenerator? Is this... Is this That's the machinery the, of it? Or like some sort of portal? Is the like gate. A it's the gate. gate. It's the, it's the gate. gate. Oh, this is the gate. Okay. Because we know, the, we know the weapons the, on the demiplane. Yeah, to open the portal. As you finish your but saying... I thought, yeah, again. No, I thought, I thought the, uh, the, uh, the super weapon... Wasn't, wasn't the drift rock the part of the super weapon? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that a... So, okay. I'm just thinking... Maybe the super weapon is broken, so we don't have to worry about this at all. <laughs> okay, never mind. You know what, Ellie? You're right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, it turns go. out the whole thing was pointless. What a great idea. Let's, let's go to it's a pizza buffet. It's going to be so hard to fly around here anyway. We, let's just yeah, get no, out of here. Let's just leave. <laughs> go home. No, Troy, but I was thinking, yeah. Troy, you didn't say in any of that information, you give us a ton of information, do we see any other ships? Well, funny you should ask. Oh, come on. Well, because case. as you finish your scan of the system. <laughs> so the first thing that came up on the scans wasn't approaching enemy ships. It was cosmic one-dimensional strings within the planet's cores. Well, you're running a, a scan on everything. And from I that know, planet that was teeming with life, you now see a quartet of ships approaching. Oh. Not a that, means, that means four. One large ship <gasps> and a trio of escorts speeding alongside it. Very cool. Howie says, Captain, my sensors indicate that four ships are on an intercept course. There is a calm coming through. Sound general quarters and on viewer. <laughs> The vid screen screeches to life, and a gaunt man leers towards the camera lens. His skin is dark, but is made nearly iridescent by a swirl of glowing nanites floating about him. (laughs) What is going on? You see long, silver dreadlocks and an unkempt, charcoal-covered beard, colored beard, frame his face. The distortion of the lens that you're looking at puts a shade of menace to the man's movements and appearance. It's a little janky. Cool. Qualo, if you could breathe, you would lose your breath in this moment as you see the image of your former captain, Captain Denali, come on screen. He looks at the, in through the vid screen, talking directly at all of you. Are you ready for the end? The question hisses out from a mouth of brown, crooked teeth. A yellowish, soapy spittle flies forth with every syllable he utters. You are looking at the agent of oblivion. For I am the fang of the devourer. I am the herald of annihilation. And I will sing when your bodies, the only shells, drift and twirl through the void, charred amid the tangled wreckage of your ship, and your journey to nothingness is nearly complete. He's looking now at you, Qualo. What do you say? You shouldn't be alive. 
This madman shouldn't be alive. He looks at the rest of the crew because he can't even lock any of his eyes with this man. It's, 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 it doesn't make sense to him. And the last time he saw him, he had his life just in as much danger as now. He's looking at you. Do you say anything? And he just, his head almost explodes. He says, we're going to stop you. You're not an agent of oblivion. We're agents of, of conservation. The, 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 the mysteries of the universe must be aligned. We will show you. And we will show you the power of the Mac, formerly known as the Sarissa, shortly. Nay, Sunrise Maiden. Nay, Sunrise Maiden. Misatro. I believe I knew you long ago. And you knew someone I knew. I believe you called him Captain Denali. (gasps) Oh, he doesn't even... Oh, my God. Denali is dead. (laughs) For I am the jangly man. And we'll see you next week. Oh, intimidate check succeeded. Have you guys seen Slenderman? This is like Slenderman, the Jangleman. Jangleman, Jangleman. This voice is so creepy. Gonna touch your thighs tonight. (laughs) Good night, everybody. Androids and Aliens is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Dead Sons is copyright 2017. Dead Sons and the Starfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. 